Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things Podcast. This episode, I've got four quick things, so I'm going to try to indeed be quick. The first one, they're all around the topic of unlearning. The first one, I think that I am continually unlearning, and I invite others to do the same, is uh, unlearn the fact that leaving is bad. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is leave. Um, I mean, generally make a plan if you're a planning person, but you can leave. That means the person, the friendship, the relationship, the job, all of those things by and large will be fine if you leave. But I think the better question that I have is, will I, if I stay, will I be, will I be better? Generally, that answer is no, because you're already at the point of thinking about leaving and envisioning or fantasizing about what's next and feeling that you will be better in that next place, because there's a reason why you're, you're having the thought right now. Uh, the second thing um, that I am unlearning constantly, so I know I'm not the only one that is unlearning this, um, and that is unlearning that I have to solve everyone's problem. So... Over the course of my career, I have been, I guess, built up a reputation for having the answers and figuring things out or thinking something through or taking on stuff that's really not mine. Um, And I have found that over my career, it invites people to assume that that some responsibilities are mine that are in fact not mine. Sometimes I've learned that the best thing I can do is be swift and quote unquote appropriate Um, with my no and then a possible redirect if I have one but it allows the the person that's asking this thing that is likely outside of my wheelhouse my skill set my responsibilities um, it allows them to move on quicker and realize that I'm I'd realize you think I may know all of the things or responsible for all of the things because maybe there's a word in this that makes sense and you think it belongs in the, the job that I do, or you saw me do something like hella adjacent to it. And you're like, oh, she probably knows this. It, this allows people to realize that you can rely on other people. You can also do your own Googles. You can figure stuff out. Um, so I am, I'm reminding myself and I'm reminding you, the listener, that let's, let's work together to stop carrying others, other people's bags. So I don't have to carry other people's problems and other people's situations, even if they bring it to me. Um, unless, of course, you are a baggage carrier and that is your job. But generally, it's, it can become easy to be the go-to person because you'll figure the thing out. You'll find the links. Um, and people really, to be honest, sometimes folks just have to stop being lazy. They have to take a beat, think like, is this, is this something I actually can get from this person? And am I thinking like of all the folks that I work with, who's the best resource, not who's going to give me the fastest answer or who is going to, um, be the most helpful in getting this thing done, even if I know it's not in their wheelhouse or the responsibility, but let's start spreading some of this around all of your, the issues and things that come up, they're not all of ours to carry. Everybody doesn't have to be, uh, responsive to everything immediately. Um, and I think we have lost some of that and especially this digital age that we're in. And for folks who are still either in a hybrid work environment where you some work at home, some work in a physical office, um, or either one of those two scenarios, um, 
I think it can be really easy to be like, oh, it's fast, it's easy. I'm just gonna ask this person, they're probably gonna know. But realize sometimes people have a hard time saying no because they want to be the people pleaser or that's what they know is people pleasing and seeing their value and uh, being able to answer and respond to things quickly. And that can sometimes be a detriment to those folks. So it's, it's, it's important to be mindful of, excuse me, who you're going to and what you're asking them for, or and is it really yours? Or did you just not, did you not search your email to find the answer? That's, that's a large thing that I've seen over my entire, well, email was new when I started my career, but anywho, um, look through your email. The answer's probably in there before you, you fire off the email wanting somebody else to do the work. Just take a beat, like read your email. There's a search function in almost all email platforms that you can use and you toss in a keyword and it probably will pull up the, the emails associated with that. But do some of your own work. You have the ability to solve some of your own problems and you may think it's faster to send it off to somebody and let them do the work. Um, but you, you indeed are your own resource if you take a moment to stop and think. So I'm unlearning that I don't have to solve everybody's problem, even if they think that it is mine to solve. Um, number three, uh, I'm unlearning that even if I have the best of intentions with some, with, with an action, with the conversation, with the way I need to handle something, some folks will still be mad and say I was unhelpful and attempt to drag my name in the mud. So there's that. Um, and I have to remind myself, like many other people do, I'm sure, that I don't need to accept invitations to foolishness that come in my inbox, on my phone, anything like that. But it's unlearning that some folks are just not gonna be happy if you do, don't do exactly what they want you to do. That doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. It just means they expected you to do this, this thing in their mind, and you didn't do it, but you resolved the matter, you resolved the issue, you addressed the situation, and they're still gonna be mad do the right thing anyway, still approach with the best of intentions. And I say this as a person who I can re really deeply feel, um, when there's feedback that it's like, oh, you weren't helpful. And I'm thinking, I literally did all of the things that we're supposed to do. My natural style is not to put a bow on everything, um, because everything doesn't get a bow. Um, there's no participation trophies here. Some things like you do and then you move on to the next thing and you do and you move on to the next thing. But even if you try your best, some people are just going to be mad and they're going to say that you are unhelpful. They're going to talk shit. What am I supposed to do with that? Um, and it's hard. And don't get me wrong. It is very hard to rebound from those situations when you know you have given your best, you've given your all. And there's a, there's a stopping point of what you can do sometimes. You're like, this is the best that we can do. And some people will still be upset. Still do your best. Still do what you can to move through a situation, respond, resolve, etc. But that leads into the last one of like, you can't solve everybody's problems. People can solve their own problems oftentimes and they want somebody else to take the heat for that. I've learned that my entire career. They don't wanna say the thing that they know needs to be said or do the thing. They want somebody else to come up with it. So there's a finger to point. Not great. I don't have a, an anecdote or anything really unique about that, but I know that it happens. And I say, do good work anyway. Be consistent. If you are consistent, um, 
show up for people as equitably and fairly as possible and know that some people are just generally not going to appreciate what you do. And that doesn't mean you stop doing it for the one, two, three naysayers in the bunch. You still be helpful um, because at the end of the day, you have to feel good about what you're doing and how you show up to a space. The last thing I'm unlearning, and I'm actually thankfully pretty good at this, um, I've had to unlearn through through therapy that I I don't need someone to agree with my boundary in order for me to have it. So I don't need somebody to respect the fact that I don't share my cell phone number widely at places that I work. Um, you cannot agree with that. But what you're going to do is respect it. Because if I'm, if I'm taking the time to get, and I'm using the phone number thing because it, it came up recently um, in a work-like environment. And I just said, you know, I'm going to share this with you. And my expectation is that you're not sharing my number with anyone without my uh, uh, express consent before. Because I keep my number uh, very guarded because that is my personal number. That is something that's personal to me. I've had that number before I've worked anywhere. I will have it after I work anywhere that I, I choose to work. Um, but people don't have to like your boundary in order to respect it. And if you feel like people are not respecting that boundary, say it again, say it louder for the people in the back. You don't have to be snippy about it. You don't have to be extra, but you can restate that boundary and you are responsible for holding that boundary. No one else. So if you find that people are violating your boundary, again, take a beat. I say, take a beat a lot. Cause there's, there's a lot of things that can be you know, avoided, resolved, worked through. If people just literally, you take a beat and you think like, ooh, what kind of shit am I about to get into if I do this next thing? But it is your responsibility to clarify, to remind um, people of what that boundary is if they are crossing it. It's also okay if people are crossing it, then you find places to move those people further out of your circle so that you're uh, your contact with them is lessened. That's a little bit challenging sometimes in a workplace, but there's a way that you can professionally communicate with people that is um, clear, is respectful, and it is boundaried. So not everybody, good, bad, or indifferent, you, not everybody's going to get that like, hey, how are you? Because to be honest, when people have come at me foul, I'm like, first of all, I, I'm not coming at you foul, and I already know that then that, that shows me who you are and that allows me to know what kind of distance I need to create because I don't want that foul stuff like in my, my sphere. So like, you're still going to get the stuff. You're still going to get the things that you need. You're going to get the things that you ask for, but maybe the, the pleasantry stuff that I can have with other folks because they show up and they, they pour into you and they give that to you. So it makes it easier for you to, to give that back to them when people don't have that that's cool. You absolutely do not have to have that. But what I'm not going to do is be sitting up here trying really hard and making all the, these, you know, doing cartwheels and efforts. If you are unkind or mean, or you're snippy, you're still going to always get what you need because that is the kind thing to do is to, I think it's kind versus nice. It's the kind thing to do. It's like my reputation is a part of this as well. There are things that I want to make sure that I do well consistently. So the people who talk shit about you and they're talking in some circles, the other folks around you will be like, I know that's not Shamina. I, that has never been my experience with her. You know, and they may not say it out loud, but they may be thinking like, how did, what did you do to cross her? Because that's not like her. 
Um, so the other people around you, the, the folks around you who know you and who you have developed relationships and rapport with will know the folks who, about the folks who sling the bud because they're not just talking about Shamina. They're talking about this person and that person and that person. So there's a part of that, let your reputation speak for you, which is, again, it's a tough thing because if your clapback game is strong or if you have a slick mouth, like I know that I do, sometimes, you know, in the virtual world, you just got to go on mute. Sometimes you got to go off on camera, go off camera because your face is doing some extra stuff and you just need to, again, take a beat. You can come back to being on camera. You can unmute once you kind of get your thoughts together, but you don't have to show up to every invitation of foolishness that is presented to you. Um, And here's a very tangible tip. When someone comes at you like in a meeting or something like this, and I, I, I can't think of the last time that this has happened to me, but you can just nod your head and say, okay, thank you for letting me know it completely deflates the whole thing. And you don't even have to say thank you. You can be like, all right, give me a little time to think about that so um, I can gather my thoughts when we're, we're not all, you know, kind of like in this moment right now. It can immediately deflate whatever the heightened situation is. So if you're looking for a tangible tip, you know, you can, you can use, not the silent treatment, but you can use the like, okay, I've heard you. Uh, give me a little bit of time to think about that. And then you don't have to say anything else. There's not a requirement for you, again, to show up to foolishness or to engage in a back and forth in that way. So those are four quick things uh, around unlearning. Um, I'm going to cut this off here. This is longer than I thought it was going to be, but thanks for listening. You can find me on uh, Instagram under two quick things. uh, And then you can find me on SoundCloud, Google Play, or Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're listening now, you already know where to find me. Feel free to share the episode with who you like. Um, again, you're welcome to slide in my DMs on Instagram. Two quick things. If you have topic ideas, I have a few queued up. So thanks to the folks who have shared some topic ideas. And this was one of them around unlearning. I've got some more specific to some things that I've learned in my uh, illustrious, aka short, uh, HR career that I will try to put into some uh, better words and framing at some point. But thanks for listening, and I will catch y'all on the flip side. Bye.